Pickaxe. This episode is brought to you by Jinx, the superfood-powered dog kibble everyone's been talking about. See the results for yourself and try their one-month transformation. Within the first few weeks, you'll see how Jinx can help with your dog's energy, mood, and even digestion. And it's all thanks to the high-quality ingredients they use, like organic chicken, Atlantic salmon, and grass-fed beef. Try the one-month transformation today. Find Jinx in your local Walmart. Welcome to the Review of Death. A Doctor Who podcast, your fortnightly home for all the latest news and reviews of the longest-running science fiction series in the world. Each episode will update you with what's happening in the world of Doctor Who. Is that not the most beautiful Doctor Who logo you have ever seen? Then we'll review an episode from Doctor Who's 60-year history, which we promise will be filled with lots of very serious discussions. This is the definition for Chumbly. Receiving a or taking a now, I was going to say, do Louis through like weird weekends with different doctors. This lady over here just got you to sign her knickers from 1986. Yeah. Does that happen often? Yeah. <laughs> not mm. as often as I'd like. <laughs> <laughs> and if that's not all, we'll have guest presenters, interviews, tier lists, and more. So join us, Matt and Billy, for the review of Death from Pickaxe, a chat about the greatest show in the galaxy. Available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Hello, everyone. Hi. <laughs> and welcome to Kirsty and Bryony's Comfort Zone. Comfort Zone! I am Kirsty. And I am Bryony. And we are live right now. I mean, not when this goes out on wherever podcast. you listen to your podcast. <laughs> not, not when it goes out on podcast. On podcast. <laughs> then it will be. On I the mean, old podcast. It'll be live for you. You're going to be listening, listening on your radio. When you tune in to comfort.zone at FM. FM. 99.com. FM. Comf. I said comf. You're listening on Comf Radio. (laughs) (laughs) We're live on Comf Radio. (laughs) Comf FM. (laughs) We're in the zone. I want to know why it's called dab radio because you can't see them dabbing on the radio. <laughs> Nothing on the podcast is going to see that I just dab. No, that's true. We need one of those. Um, you know, when you go to the cinema and, that, and it's like, do you know that audio description is available in some view? Well, that's what we need. We need someone Kirstie to be like, just did a sick dab. <laughs> Not just any dab. <laughs> The thickest dab yet. Um, but yeah, we are live for Pickaxe Week. So we are. Hi. I mean, this is, again, only relevant when it's live. But we are going to be, I mean, we're, we're kicking it off. We're kicking off. We're kicking it out. Right now. We're, we're going. We, you should have seen our rider. It was demands up the wazoo yep. for... <laughs> only blue M&Ms. Yep. Yep. Uh, but you can paint the rest. Paints. It's not bad for you, it's fine. No. Probably. Not much better than blue. I never knew never, never, never. What's blue made out of? Chemicals. Is it just is there any natural no. blue? Blueberries? Could you make blueberry MMs? No, because they're more like green on the inside, aren't they? Blueberry. Yeah. They're not it's great. like um red cabbage. When it's like I Oh mean, that makes purple. Yeah. Yeah. 
Everything's Old alive. urine is blue. There we go. There was a whole thing about ancient Greek. I'm getting it in there. Get in there early with the Greek mythology. Ancient Greek. Get in there. She loves the ancient Greeks. There's like a whole theory about like whether they could see blue or not. But I think it's just that they didn't really have words They didn't have a word. Language. They had the same word for blue as they did for green, right? Yeah. So it was all just part of the green spectrum. Yeah. There was blue. But. The sky is green. Another interesting fact about the ancient Greeks. Thank you for asking. Is did you know that they used to think that um, male and female lions didn't make baby lions. Where did they come from? They thought that lions uh, did their dirty with leopards and that's where baby lions came from. I don't know why. What? I don't know why. How? But Does that make any sense? <laughs> I, know. I guess they figured it out eventually. But or or they didn't. And to this day, the ancient day, Greeks kicking around. Not going, just the ancient Greeks. If you go to Greece, <laughs> yeah. Is anyone in Greece right now? Can you? Uh, any Greeks out there? Can they confirm? I need to teach you about lions. I'm not lion. She's not lion. <laughs> but there's a um, uh, a Greek mythological warrior called Atalanta, and her and her husband did the deed in a. She didn't. I'm not even going to say. <laughs> It was in a um, a place sacred to, I think it was Sibylle. And as a punishment, Sibylle was like, well, I'm going to turn you both into lions and then you can never have sex again. <laughs> but because they thought that was a punishment. And that's really. how they found out that that doesn't actually work. Like, how are you doing this? <laughs> Which is <That's> impossible. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> was, um, was it uh, Diogenes? Was he Greek? Uh, I mean, sounds Diogenes the dog. Oh, I he wasn't know. a dog. What? He was a crazy man that lived in a barrel. Oh no, you're he, thinking like, of the Grouch. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, look up. He was Greek. Yeah, look up Diogenes. He's just a menace. Oh, he, he lived in a barrel and he used to like poo on the floor and just like laugh at other philosophers and be like, "Oh yeah, philosophize this." And then he jump on the floor. Philosophize these. Philosophize these, no? Um, <laughs> he sounds like a giggle. Yeah, no, I agree. What a life uh, to live. Yeah. Many were menaces. I, I feel like he's chief menace. I'm going to be honest. I mean, there's a lot of like... So you've got like uh, your more, I guess, well-behaved... Uh, gods like Hera and such who were very like well no they weren't really I mean they did like kill and maim people but you know in the name of morality whereas then you've got like Dionysus who would punish people because they weren't drunk enough and stuff like that it's like Fair. how dare you not drink my wine how dare you I gave you wine you're not drinking it so I better try harder better punish you and then you've got like Aphrodite punish me, punishing people for not falling in love enough oh Christ fucking hell so um it was just, a difficult they need to stop backseating so much <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, just take a step back I was reading about there was one particular person who oh, it's, like, it's like ancient uh, like Greek mythology and basically I think it was like a priestess of Athena right and then Zeus disguised himself as Athena and seduced her. But then Athena was angry that her priestess had had sex with Zeus. Okay. So then she banished 
her, but then she went somewhere else and then another god banished her for going there. And I was like, this poor little woman <laughs> just trying to catch bench. a bloody break. And the gods are just there. The gods are just there, big cats with the big cat paws just banning them around like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're just always got to turn into cows or some shit to bang mortals. Exactly. He so does. The thing I always question about that is like, when Zeus turned into like a swan or a bull or whatever. Right. Did he stay like that during I think so. Moments. Yeah, I think that's the point. Oh. Like, it wasn't just like, well, hey, and then poof, surprise. Because that confuses me when you read things and it's like, oh, well, he turned into a beautiful swan to seduce Leto or whoever. And I'm always just like, I've never looked at a swan and be like, hey, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Look at them. Dino. Neck on that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you could break a man's arm. Hello. <laughs> Like, I, I just can't say I've ever been like, <laughs> like, oh, she didn't like me. I'll try this, though. I'll get this is going to work for sure. <laughs> There's no way this is going to fail. <laughs> you look like you're owned by the queen. <laughs> Tick. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah, dreams. So we talk about dreams on this podcast. Yeah, we do. <laughs> so generally, we have dreams. Um, I don't because I would never remember them, but I try. Yeah, she forgot. So generally, she turns up with dreams. Yeah. <laughs> and then we listen to them, and we go, what the hell was that? And then we end up talking about something else. Yeah. For the I, most part. I sort of forgot that the whole... Th that, so, welcome to Pickaxe Week. Oh, yeah, welcome to Pickaxe <laughs> The way to showcase your podcast, and uh, so that new people can be like, oh, this seems pretty cool. This I'll listen to this. This is a cool way to showcase podcast. <laughs> We're doing very well today. <laughs> doing very well on the old comf. <laughs> oh, comf FM. So, no, we do. We do. We have dreams. We have a very scientific book for the benefit do, of yeah. people who have visual. Very scientific. Uh, Not written by AI because it was probably written no. in the 90s. It, it, like, weirdly, it doesn't have an author, which oh. does. Maybe it was written by AI. This is what like, year was it released? Uh, oh no, tell a lie. It's by Pamela Ball. Oh. Which is a made up name if ever I heard one. <laughs> oh, it's actually got. Have I ever read out the acknowledgement? No. Thank you, ChatGPT. <laughs> Thank you, Google, for writing this book for me. It says it was 1996. Oh. But this edition was published in 2006. Well, there we go. But it was also published in 2004. Oh, <laughs> so a lot I, of demand for it. Obviously. I don't understand how publishing works. But it says, with acknowledgements and many, many thanks to my daughter Fiona, without whom the book would not have been written. Fiona Ball. And to, to James Eden, who offered support in a shoulder many, many times. Thanks also to my family for putting up with my bad temper. <laughs> Pamela Ball. <laughs> How angry does Pamela have to be <laughs> to just mention it in the first <laughs> very, sentence of the book? Very touchy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know what your dreams mean, huh? <laughs> Do you? Do you? There's like so many pages at the front of this book that we've never... Actually looked at. Yeah, because it's yeah. all like, oh my gosh, is this an explanation of how you're meant to use the book? Oh God, we, we didn't start with that. <laughs> oh yeah, literally says, how to use this book. Maybe this is the time that we should learn. All right, here we go. First time for everything. Um, 
Okay, it says you have to read the whole of the explanation, which is not something we do. I read the bits I find funny. Many explanations are in bold to help interpretation. Okay. <laughs> because... Should we do it like in school where you read a bit, then I read a bit? Oh, yeah. You go first. I'll wet me whistle. It says make a brief note of the most important aspects of the dream. Do this for each entry in your notebook. We're going to be taking notes. We're going to have notebooks notes. for our dreams. And it says example. Oh, my gosh. There's an example dream in here. Oh, what's the example dream? I was looking at a picture which was quite dark and dingy and probably old. Whoever was with me... I think a man was rubbing at the picture to clean it oh. and put his fingers through the bottom oh. left corner. Oh. Next, okay. I was running down a path with a close female friend to warn a couple who had brought the picture that it was damaged. The woman seemed unconcerned. It says the first things you should look up a bottom by. And then what? female finger friend. <laughs> Do you, want to, do you want to look up these I'll things? look up female finger friend. Female, female finger friend. Where does it say that? On the left is a list of things that female you Female finger friend. <laughs> <laughs> what was this dream about? Huh? Alphabetical list. Bottom. Bye. Clean. Concern. Corner. Couple. Dark. Dingy. Damaged. Female finger friend. Looking left. Man. Old. Picture. Path. <laughs> Running woman. Perfect. All right. What does it Perfect. mean to dream of a Welcome female. to Comfort Zone with bottom by dingy and female finger friend. Who's who? <laughs> um, oh, I found finger. Oh, no, I haven't. See hand in body. What? Oh, I hope not. <laughs> How did you get in there? What's it doing there? coming to life. <laughs> hand. Oh, it's My in hand body. Hand. I've got to go to B. B, 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 B. All right, here we go. B, B. Thumb, hand. The hands of blah, 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 blah. Hand on the breast. <laughs> See, um, it has some things that are very specific. And then you'll be like, oh, but what about a helicopter? And it's like, never heard of one. But then it's just like, what about piss on the knee? And you're like, oh, Oh, my God, there's got that. that me in chat. Um, the audio description. Where are the penis? Kirsty's earlier sick dab is now being displayed in a mode form <laughs> in the live chat. Lovely. Urine? You've pissed in dreams before. Yeah. Well, we've looked that out before, right? Many times. Feelings about emotional control. Um. Where's <sighs> finger? Kid um, called finger. You're handy. Or in the body, apparently, according to this. Well, I am in body. There's lots of body parts. Body pieces. <laughs> body pee parts. <laughs> body pee parts. <laughs> where is finger? Where's See, that's the thing. Finger. Sometimes... What? Wait, no, the book literally told us to look this up. Yeah, it did. I'm doing it. Instructions unclear, book. Instructions unclear. I'm now in excrement. Dray finger butthole. <laughs> it sounds like you have, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> If excrement is transformed into living animals. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Like a poo bear? <laughs> I can't find finger at all. There's a lot for um, hands, though. Hands placed together, hands in someone else's, hands are raised, palms turned outwards, knees weak, arms are heavy, arms vomit on spaghetti. a sweater already. Vomit, spaghetti, spaghetti, spaghetti. Spaghetti, spaghetti. 
It's a whole three pages of spaghetti. <laughs> Do you know what? Actually, the biggest section in that book, which is the section that when I bought it from the charity shop, it constantly opens on, is the sexy section. Sexy section. This is when it doesn't open on that. <laughs> okay, that's body parts. It's either one or the other. It's going to be... Drowning. It's going to show Drugs? all the things that I looked up now. Nob. <laughs> joking it's knob it's on there somewhere you can't see it but it says knob to be dreaming of a knob mm. such as a doorknob mm. can indicate some kind of turning point in one's life oh a very plain knob on an ornate door may indicate that you should put your trousers back on <laughs> a plain knob on an ornate door. I would say that you're taking simple steps to the to a, a different stage of life. Since many people still have difficulty in calling private parts by their correct name, a knob appearing in a dream can represent the penis, or mm. if the dreamer is a man, his masculinity. Oh, what does it mean if you've got an ornate knob on a plain door? I don't know. It doesn't say. No one ever dreams of that. No one ever dreams no of that. No one's ever dreamed something so something so wild. crazy. <laughs> well, yeah, we should listen to an actual dream. I was going to say, enough of this book example dream. Should we hear an actual dream? So yeah. I have brought two dreams from my brain. I've not brought any. But I probably should have listened to them before. <laughs> my body is ornate, but my penis is plain. Thank you, Rithian. Rithian, 2023. <laughs> Can we get that on a t-shirt? <laughs> there's the uh, there's the Kirby Craft merch. It's sort of itself. But I didn't I didn't vet these dreams whatsoever, and now I'm sort of thinking like, oh, I probably should have before broadcasting them live in an unedited fashion onto the internet. But yeah. this is for science. This exactly. is why this we is do this. Very accurate science. So. I don't think anything too bad has happened. So for people who don't usually listen to the podcast who are new here. We record our dreams as soon as we wake up. I do mine on my phone. I think you do it as well. I do, yeah. You? So I've got we, tons of dreams on my phone. So there's usually a lot of yawning and a lot of just confusion. And <gasps> just <laughs> a lot of Like the rambling. last time, like the week before last, I was outside recording mine. An airplane flew over. I was like, for fuck's sake, hang on a minute. And I paused <laughs> it and then I walked inside and I was like, all right, they're gone. I'm back. <laughs> So, well, you never know what to expect with dreams other than yawns and confusion <laughs> and uh, maybe an aeroplane. You yeah, never know. or a car. There was a car too. No, it's going to be well embarrassing if I've had a dream about a knob and now we've already looked oh, it up. Oh, God, that will be really embarrassing. <laughs> be like, oh, yes, it's really on a knob on a, on a plane. And there was an ornate <laughs> and there was a big knob on it. <laughs> Rillian was there. <laughs> DJ, if you are ready, please cue the dream. Cue the dream. Are you ready to... Whichever one you want. The, Whenever uh, you're ready, we'll do a countdown. They're in they're, they're date named, so if you do it in date order... Oh, there we go. Bryony knows. Bryony knows. Cue the knobs. Cue the knobs. <gasps> oh. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Three, two, two one, go. I actually dreamed that I was the Mandalorian. 
tell us if it's playing because we can't hear anything. We can't hear it, DJ. Can we hear it too? All I remember of it is that I was walking around and I just wanted to go to the loo or something. Can we turn it up a bit, DJ? Because I wanted to check my teeth because I'd been eating peanuts and I didn't want any of the skin in my teeth. But obviously I couldn't take my helmet off anyway. So I was like, I was okay, I'll just, oh. I'll just go to the loo. But there was some argument happening, I think, but I was like, oh, I'm just going to walk away. So I sat down on the loo. Because um, I went in and there was someone already checking the mirror, so I was like, oh, I'll just go to a cubicle. Um, so I sat down and uh, all of a sudden this like lady who had been part of the argument walked in and she just started like hacking away at the door, like the cubicle door with an axe. And I was just sat there like calmly, um, like having <laughs> a wee and she was just like chatting away and she sounded calm but she was like hacking at the door the whole time. I can't really remember what came of that dream, but I woke up and then I fell asleep and had another dream that I was talking to my friend Helen at her house and then she was like, oh, would you mind um, popping my potato in the oven? <laughs> it's in my bag. But I had to go home because her bag was in my hallway. Um, so I popped it into my oven and I was like, I'm sure she'll turn up. And then I was like playing a board game whilst I waited. And I don't remember what the game was or like who was in it. But then I was like, that's weird. Helen still hasn't turned up and her potatoes been done for ages. So I went to check outside. Oh. <laughs> And Duncan was walking up our path and he was like, Oh, you got people over. So yeah. He was like, You always got loads of people over. And I looked across and my neighbour was coming home. Uh, but it was it wasn't actually my neighbour, it was just a random person. But they were wearing like like I think it was like a slipknot t shirt, but the S was like a a worm on a string. <laughs> like a red worm. <laughs> On a string in the shape of it. And I made this like mental note like, I must tell my neighbours that I love worm on a string. Um, and then I was just following Duncan back into the house and talking to him. And that's all I remember. Worm was a bit sad pieces. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs> Did Helen ever get her potato? No, she never got oh her my potato. God. All I remember is I woke up from that dream and I I just remember thinking, huh, I guess the Mandalorian is a sit-down weir. <laughs> and I just took it as canon. I was like... It's canon. There you go. It's canon. The, um... But then I went to the pub... A in, couple nights. In real life. In real life. Right. And I told Chris Yules about that dream. And he was saying, like, 
maybe I shouldn't <laughs> I shouldn't talk about Chris's pee habits. But he was saying like, yeah, sometimes you treat yourself. Well, you've to talked a little, about like, his poo habits, you know. Oh yeah, true. <laughs> so sometimes you treat yourself to a little sit down wee, and then I had the weirdest like thing because I I was sat next to Alistair but opposite Chris yours, and I had Alistair talking about Oxford formal dinners. And saying about like, oh, how the cutlery is so bloody atrocious at the Oxford formal dinners. And then they had Chris sitting opposite me saying like, oh, yeah, so this video the other day that was about the three main ways that men scratch their balls. <laughs> I was just there like whiplash between this these real two life. conversations. <laughs> yeah. Was, um, yeah, that was real life. The duality was, uh, of men. It was I want that T-shirt. Wait, oh, the Slipknot slip with the mm. worm on a string. That sounds great. <laughs> I, I want one. <laughs> People are shocked that there's multiple ways. I know what they are, and I've never even done the deed. I just... What, I, you know the multiple ways to Yeah, there were hand balls. actions that he showed me. Oh, because then I know, was thinking yeah. about how, like... Um, yeah, only three. I was thinking it's the sort of thing you don't think of when you do, like, you know, Freaky Friday scenarios. Or one of my favourite ever films. Uh, Is that what you think? Name. Like, if you were body swapped, like you'd be like, oh, what's the best way I can scratch my balls? Yeah, well, I'm guessing it would happen. But now you're prepared. Point. But now I know, I mean, I know the hand actions. I don't, I've never like. Can you show us the hand actions? Okay, well, one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Are these suitable for Twitch? Am I going to get us banned? <laughs> I no, don't, there's no balls. I don't know. I mean, this is going to be a very bad thing for there's people who are listening in. Balls. So I can try and... Uh, Gengar? Gengar? There was... Well, the thing is, I don't know what the hand actions actually relate to. There was something that had this motion. So oh, okay. for someone who can't see this, it's... You know when you leave a stove and it's really hot and then you, you turn the stove off, but you flick water at it and you pretend <laughs> that you're a wizard? It's that hand motion, like, tss, tss. Do you know what I mean? The other one was something about, there was an action that was like pulling taut, and then there was this. <laughs> does this, okay. does this, does this mean anything to anyone? <laughs> and then, oh wait, no, I have to, uh, how do you describe that one for do the, we get the, the listeners at home? Yeah. All right, this is your ball. So, so pull and then and then it's like so a little tickle underneath. Like a like a like you're insulting someone in your, in a Shakespeare play. You do yeah, the yeah. yeah, it's like that. And then the third one, which I oh, feel Oh, I thought that was the third. That was the same. No, that the was second. the second right, okay, one. Okay, sorry. I'll come back with Gengar. The third one was 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 rubbing like like oh, just, just rub like a pinch in the rub. hands. Like a just like a pinch. Just a little, which a little I feel rub. is the one I would not go for. <laughs> If I had balls. Thank you for coming to Ball Zone. It's been a lovely podcast. Yet again. Balls FM. <laughs> but I, I've never... I love Comfort Zone. It's so wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, nobody can say we're not an educational podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's. Just, I just. I just don't... <laughs> Because I because I don't. This have understands them. why they came with such velocity. <laughs> <laughs> but now, if ever I find myself in like a body swap scenario in which I am swapped with a person who is an owner of testicles, I feel like I will have, you know, I'll be mentally prepared. Yeah, you'll be ready. I'll be like, aha! I know what to do. <laughs> oh, put them torch. <laughs> <laughs>
Because what what would be the first thing you did if you woke up as say Ben? <laughs> well, I can't say like I want to scratch my. Oh yeah, that's true. Actually. <laughs> That's okay. Not how it works. Okay. Uh, maybe someone we don't personally know. I do, that's true. I don't have to name anyone. Uh, think of someone with testicles who isn't Ben. If you woke woke up as them, what would you do? What would be your first like? Where am I gonna go? What am I gonna do? I'd probably just go back to sleep. <laughs> You're like. Nah, no, not today. <laughs> oh, weird. Because oh. <laughs> have you ever seen your name? My name? Yeah, the, I have seen my name, yeah. <laughs> what, written down? Yeah. Climbing. I've written it down. Fancy life you live. <laughs> yeah, I know. Imagine that. But the anime, the animated film, your name. Oh, no. <laughs> It's a really good film. I really recommend I've been recommended it. it, but I haven't watched it. Subbed. I don't know if there's even a dubbed version. I imagine there is. But yeah, I would watch the... Um... Yeah. But again, that is about a... I don't want to give too much away, but that like involves... Like a body swap scenario. Body swapping. And I was thinking that, to be honest, with that film, ball scratching would not be out of place with it. It's um, It's good. It's a good film. It's a good film. But film recommendations are for Yomp. And they that's are for Yomp. And after. that's after Comfort Zone. We do dreams here. Yeah. So yeah. speaking of dreams. Speaking of dreams. Kirsty, look up in the book. Mandalorian piss slipknot shirt worm. <laughs> Some of those words. I look up worm. What, what, is, what is, what was the main thing that. Would it be under animal or insect? Insect, probably. I mean, it's a very. I like how you were like. Um, mental note: I need to tell my neighbours that I like worm on a string. I really do. Yeah. I just think they're neat. Oh, look up potato! I bet baked potato. Oh yeah, baked hang on. All right, I'm looking up worm. That was a big part of the. L M N O P Q R S T U V W. Okay. W worm. Hmm. Worm, 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 worm. It did sound a bit like a euphemism in the dream, didn't it? Like work. Worm. Pop your potato in the oven. At its very basic interpretation, the worm can suggest the penis. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Yay! Take it off the bingo. Woo! We got penis. <laughs> Depending on the dreamer's attitude to sexuality and gender, there may be a sense of threat. The worm oh. is not necessarily seen to be particularly clean oh that's in the same section as to, it being a penis you have to clean your worm clean your worm nasty boy scratch. dirty boy <laughs> that's a very specific tiktok reference that i realize now <laughs> many people will not get but it's basically a worm on a string put into a um stop it priority <laughs> <laughs> well i have to remember isn't called a catheter a um a, like a catheter a catheter a it's, cat not, it's not called a catheter it's <laughs> very different a catheter not a catheter and it <laughs> and they put the worm <laughs> in the catheter and and they like they smush it and they're like 
Wash the it's that it's that TikTok voice. It's like wash the sin, clean from sin. Worm is free from sin, and then it's just like time to sin, and it, that that's the that's my impression of those TikToks. <laughs> but that was the first worm on a string TikTok I ever saw, so it holds like a special place in Aww. my heart. Welcome to Pickaxe Week. Welcome. The worm in dreams can also highlight our feelings of ineffectiveness and insignificance. Oh, it's me! Oh, it's, it's just me! Like me! For real, for real! <laughs> I am insignificant. If the worm is bigger than we are, it wasn't. No. But that doesn't count. Oh, like a dune worm. If we are conscious... No, I was a... ...of a worm... Oh. What? If we are conscious... I was... It says, if we are conscious of a worm cast... What does that mean? Oh my gosh, I love that streamer network. <laughs> the Wormcast. I love the Oh, wormcast. a Wormcast. That is, it's, it actually says what it is in the next sentence. Oh. I just didn't read it. Uh, <laughs> the earth that the worm has passed through its body. It's worm poop. Then oh. this is a transformation image and indicates that we're capable of changing our lives into something more fertile. Oh. What? It means penis. Um, what okay. else was I looking up? Potato. Right. Potato. So some sort of LMNOP. Wormcast is poop. Like frass. Frass? Frass is is woodworm poop. Worm facts. Welcome to Worm Facts. Comfworm zone. Comfort. Wormfort. Wormfort zone. Wormfort. If there's something about a baked potato. Because I feel like baked potatoes are very significant in my life. Potatoes? Yeah. Bloody love, bloody baked love potatoes. Them. Do you remember? Okay. Did I know you when I made the tiny baked potatoes for the first time? You've shown me them. I don't know <laughs> if I knew you at the time. I might have. I had this night in my life years ago when I couldn't sleep because I was lying awake and all I could think was, you can make a baked potato with a baby potato and you could have a tiny baked potato. And I obsessed with it. It was like, you know that film? What's the film? With the aliens, the close encounters or whatever, and he makes a thing out of mashed potato. It was like that, but with baked potatoes. And then I woke up and I was like, today's the day. And I made them and they were so glorious. That's my, if, if I impart anything on people in this life, I want it to be that they should try making baked potatoes, baked potatoes out of baby potatoes. Because it makes me so happy when people finally try it and then they get back to me and they're like, life changing. Life changing. I okay, I couldn't find potato in its own section, so I've gone to food. Um, vegetables? Vegetables. Vegetables is the closest thing. We have bread, cake, fruits, ham, slash cured meat, meals, meat, raw meat, milk, onion, sweets, vegetables. Vegetables represent our basic needs and material satisfaction. They also suggest the goodness we can take from the earth and situations Ooh. around us. The colour may also be important. Was it a healthy potato? It was, it was just a good potato. It was, good it was just potato. a good little guy. Damn good potatoes. <laughs> they're all good, good potatoes. To and you put honest. it in the oven, right? I did, but in my the oven. Because the potato was at my house. It was at your house. Helen wanted a potato, but you were like, <laughs> left it in the hallway, I better go back. I did, okay. I left Helen alone. I wonder if this was, because we were, we were meant to go to, Kirsty and I wanted to become witches. We did, we did. But turns out, uh, we paid for the privilege. We paid to become witches, and they cancelled on us. The witch, the coven. They knew we were coming. <laughs> the coven cancelled on us. So I think it was something. But before they cancelled on us, I reckon 
uh, I was dreaming about Helen because of that. Because Helen's very witchy. Yeah, and I was thinking like maybe, um, maybe it was because I didn't know what sort of rituals we were going to do. Maybe my brain was just like probably just probably cooking making potatoes. That's <laughs> <laughs> the most. <laughs> okay, I found oven. Oh, an oven is representative. Wait, why did they call it an oven when? They <laughs> When you out in the food, eat of in the cold food of out eat hot that eat food. What? No. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. What, um, oven. An oven mm. is representative of the human ability to transfer raw ingredients into something palatable. It is not pregnancy. Oh. Yet. yet. It's poo. give it a minute. It's my ability to make food. Poo. Oh. Or poo, or poo. Yeah. To turn food into poo. I'm the like a oven. worm. Like a worm! Oh my, oh my gosh, God. I was the worm! She was the worm all along! The worm was inside me all along. And that's how I stay so slender. <laughs> In dreams, therefore, this can suggest the ability to transform character traits and behavior from something coarse to something more refined. Oh, just like me, for real, for real. Just like me. I had my Pygmalion moment and now I'm a refined woman. <laughs> As a hollow object, in dreams, an oven can also represent, oh. you guessed it, the womb. The peanut. Oh. The hollowest of objects. <laughs> nice. With its ability to change ingredients into something else. Oh. The oven like can also the represent baby ingredient? the process of gestation and birth. 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 The oven represents Birthday. the transmutation of base qualities and thus suggests a spiritual transformation. I feel like one would argue... Which we would have had if we'd have gone to our bloody witch thing. True. True. Yeah. We would have been transmuting things that you just said just just then. We would have been transmuting delicious soup into poop. <laughs> soup to poop. Soup to poop. In three days. Was... Actually, I don't know. How long does, how long does food take? It takes I... longer than you would think. One would really? I was thinking about this yesterday. It doesn't. It takes because like, I was thinking how Tabs doesn't poo every day, but he eats every day. He does poo every day when he's with me. Is it just because he's scared when he comes down, so he doesn't poo on the Probably. first day? Probably. He has done a poo. I cleaned it up. Oh, you stole it. I stole it. Yeah. <laughs> this is meant to be for me. <laughs> but okay, so one time I had to have uh, everything removed. I had to drink this stuff and it clears everything out. Like everything. Like, oh, I can't, I cannot emphasize enough how much was gone. But then after I had the procedure, I, I camera up the bum. I had to, <laughs> to clarify. I, um, thank you for clarifying. I was worried. I then ate, obviously. Right. And I ate something terrible, which I shouldn't have eaten, and I regretted it, and I was in pain for days. Was it like a really spicy curry? No, I ate a bag of chips. <laughs> Imagine clearing out your entire stomach and then being like, wow, this is oh, my perfect time. My, my body is a temple. What should I put back in it? And I ate a bag of chips, and then I was like, everything is pain. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, food takes six to eight hours to go through your digestive system. It, for me, it was days before it came out again, but then maybe it was potato. Well, maybe that's why. Maybe potato takes its sweet time. Maybe. Mm. <sighs> Tasted nice, though, but I did have regret on the way... On the way down. Yeah. But the funny thing was, 
in all of this. My <laughs> my dad had come to stay with me to take me to the hospital appointment. Right. And then he basically realized that whilst he stayed with me and looked after me whilst I was in this <laughs> unfit state, he could catch up on all the telly he wanted. So it got to the point where it was like three days after and I was like, Dad, I'm fine now, you can go home. And he was just there watching Top Gear like, no, nah, love, I'll look after you a few <laughs> days more. Don't you worry about that. I think he's just because this is when like my niece was still living at my parents' house and stuff. I think he was just like, no, 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 you're my baby girl. Nah, I'll look I'll after you. <laughs> Need at least another week. <laughs> don't you? <laughs> like okay. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh dear. That's... So the potato was my baby. <laughs> I don't know. And the worm was. The... When did you have this dream? Uh, the date. I think it was, I can tell you the date of the dream, because I just sent it to DJ. Uh, this was the 17th of September. Oh, that was only a few days ago. Okay, yeah. so like a week ago. When we I went been... to have our witch day on Saturday, Yeah. and it's now m Monday. Yeah. So it would have but been five was the days before. was the witch thing, because it was the autumn solstice. Yes. So yeah. Oh, maybe you were thinking about witchy things. Maybe that's why you dreamt about Helen. Mm. You were thinking about nice food, so you thought about potatoes. Which is my favourite food group. Yeah. Potato. <laughs> but we never got to go to our lovely witchy day. We're just gonna have to become witches at Halloween instead. Yeah. They can't stop us becoming witches. No. We're gonna do it. Yeah. Should we listen to the second dream? Yeah. Did we get anywhere with that one? I don't know. Poop, which is Mandalorian. Babies, Mandalorian sits down to piss. If you had a, 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 a winkle dinkle, <laughs> the book's like, some people have trouble naming private parts, and then I'm just Not there. me. If you had a, your, your snake, your hose, your Jiminy Jillikas. If you had your... a worm on a string. <laughs> <laughs> if you had a panoose, <laughs> would you... Um, do you know that the French... This someone's probably going to correct She's going me off, this. completely off topic. I'll never know. The French... Uh, nickname sort of for, for Willie is Zizi. Is it? <laughs> so whenever I see a Zizi, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> but it's not um, too funny because one time this oh. woman was angry at her ex boyfriend and she attacked him in a Zizi and she cut his penis off. <laughs> but when I read that okay. news article, I was a bit like, ironic. How ironic? <laughs> I was like, that's obviously really bad though. Why would you do it in a Zizi's? I, I think he might have been having. A date with a different woman. I think that's why. That's not good. Yeah. So, what was your question? Have gone to be if I had a canoose. If would you sit down to we? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I just couldn't be bothered to aim. I couldn't be bothered to stand up. Like I'm having a lovely, lovely break. Yeah. When I go to the toilet, like when people, you know, I'm with people, I'm like, I'm just going for a wee. I'm gone for like ten minutes because I'm just having a lovely time. <laughs> it's just some it's peace like, and it's quiet. It's so quiet in here and it's lovely. That thing, I'm just sitting like, there like. When I worked at the vets, which was a predominantly whammon work environment, so many of them do that thing where they're like, you, don't, you can't poop at work. You can't poop. And they'd yes, hold it in. And, that, and it's that thing of like, uh, the boss makes a dollar, I make a dime. That's why that's I why poop, I poop on, company on company time. Goes. I was like, it's the only peaceful time I get in the day. <laughs> why would you not poop at work? Exactly. Like, why would you poop on your own time? And then COVID hit. And all of a sudden, everyone was desperate everyone for toilet paper. And I was like, well, you know, I've saved up loads over my <laughs> years because I used the, the work paper. So it just makes sense. So anyway. <laughs> when I worked at the Blue Cross, 
and sometimes I get the Blue Cross coming to my chat on Twitch. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> when I went to the Blue Cross, uh, our um, toilet, it was shared between like the staff and, and the public. The animals. And the animals. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get the <laughs> Rottweiler leaving? I'll give it 10 minutes. <laughs> well, we, it was right behind the reception in basically... I mean, the reception was essentially a shed with an extension. So the shed, the original shed was the toilet. I guess it was an outhouse yeah. originally. So it was just a cold brick room oh with God. a very sad toilet in the corner. And it probably had one of those sliding doors, which are paper thin. Yeah. So whenever you needed a wee, you'd have to be like... Sorry, just go for a week, like through the reception, behind the desk. <laughs> Don't mind me. And then you'd go in there in this freezing cold room. You would hear everything happening in reception and you'd sit there and you'd think, everyone can hear me poo. <laughs> yeah. We used to have, where our toilets were at work, it was opposite, like the, it was in the, what we called the food corridor which is basically where all the like hospital food was stored, like medical food. Um, and there were so many times that, cause like part of my job was to do like inventory for the food corridor every now and then. And it'd be so awkward cause you'd basically just be stood outside the toilet the whole time anyone went in there. And one time I had like popped off to um, grab something. I came back and someone was in the toilet and I had everything. <laughs> And then they had to leave when we made eye contact. And I don't think we ever spoke again. You should have been like. You're <laughs> <laughs> our thousand customer. Yeah. <laughs> Hold up scorecards. Yeah. 10 out of 10. But it's that I was like, Good should I open. make a big deal of like, oh, I've just got here. I heard nothing. Or should I just stare them in the no, eye? No, that was. <laughs> I didn't hear a thing. Yeah. Don't worry about it. What are you even doing there? I'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was good show. <laughs> it was good. Anyway, anyway, do we even dream. have time for the second dream? How I long think we do? Oh. We're going to like. Oh, of course. I, it's only I can't. All. I can't tell time. No, um, we've got plenty of time. Let's go. TJ, is the second dream ready? Nice. Our second yes. dream will be here in three, two, two one, one, go. This episode is brought to you by Jinx, the superfood-powered dog kibble everyone's been talking about. See the results for yourself and try their one-month transformation. Within the first few weeks, you'll see how Jinx can help with your dog's energy, mood, and even digestion. And it's all thanks to the high-quality ingredients they use, like organic chicken, Atlantic salmon, and grass-fed beef. Try the one-month transformation today. Find Jinx in your local Walmart. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I had a dream that I was 
looking at my Discord and all of a sudden I noticed that Rithian was like sharing his screen and he was playing Fruit Bus. Oh, he kept on sending, he kept on sending like screenshots of Fruit Bus and being like, look, this house has a face and stuff. And I was like, hee hee. And then all of a sudden the like game dev of Fruit Bus replied and I was like, wait, what? And I suddenly realised that there was this channel in my Discord that I just never noticed before. And I scrolled up and I was like, oh my gosh, it's been here for ages. I don't even know who made this. I can't remember what it was called. We can with an R. Um, and then I was like looking through it and then Kirsty appeared next to me. And all of a sudden I was like looking at Discord on one of those like train ticket machines just scrolling through it and she was like what are you doing? I was like oh look there's this whole like channel that I didn't know about um, and she was like oh are they talking about that again because there was this whole like I don't know people making some joke about Gundam and I was like oh is this is this an ongoing thing um, and then all of a sudden Rhythia popped up on the screen <laughs> And he was like, like, um, like video calling us. And he was in his garden. Um, and he was like, I heard you like chocolate Labradors. <laughs> and he suddenly turned the camera around and there was, he was just there with a chocolate Labrador who was holding the selfie stick in their mouth. We were like, oh. And then all of a sudden he like turned the camera around and was just like, okay, talk to my mum. Um, so he was sort of like Zach chatting to his mum and then we were there in the room and it turned out that they had rats uh, and the rat cage was just open. So I was like, oh my gosh, Kirsty, go and pick up the rats. <laughs> and someone, I, I think it was meant to be like Rithian's younger brother or sister or something, was like, picked up one of the rats and handed them to me and I was like, yee And then Kirsty <laughs> was like, yeah, I've been thinking I might get guinea pigs. And I was like, what? What? It's been about rats. And she was like, yeah, I just, I think I'll get guinea pigs when I move to Bristol. I was like, okay. And then I was like looking out the window and I suddenly saw this little black kitten on the stairs. And I was like, oh my gosh, that kitten's tiny. It shouldn't be out there on their own. <laughs> and... All of a sudden, this bigger cat came along, but then they were just sort of batting at it, and I was Aww. like, "Oh no, that's that's just a like a boy cat. Who's curious. That's not their mum." Um, so I pointed mom. it out to Kirsty, and she was like, "Okay, I'll go sort it out." And then I saw this black cat walking up the stairs towards us, looking confused, and I was like, "Oh, your kitten's over there. They're over there." <laughs> um, and then all of a sudden. Loads of people just started walking through the house as if they were like commuters, like getting off a train or something. Um, and they were like, What are you doing? I was like, Oh, sorry, I'm just watching the cat drama. And this woman was like, oh, For heaven's sake. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> um, And then there was something about oh, magic and being in a department store or something, but. I can't remember the rest. <laughs> oh, I'm too EP. 
Bye. Well, there you go. What a dream. What a dream. What a dream. It had so much to unpack. You and Rhythian. It did. The perfect dream. Yeah, it was a little Kirby Craft dream featuring uh-huh. many animals. I said, oh, hang on. We have a live dream from Boof. <gasps> Last night, oh no, I'm using the wrong yeah. mouse. Last night, I dreamed I asked Bree to call me a taxi, and when it showed up, it was Postman Pat's van, but a two seater. And I was going to be late to today's stream, so I had to ask a child to give me a baggie. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> oh my God. I did have a dream about Bree once, but it wasn't very nice. And then I woke up in the middle of the night and I just messaged Bree at like four in the morning, like, Bree, you're okay. And he didn't reply until like 2 p.m. And he was like, yeah, I'm fine. What's up? And I was like, nothing. I thought you died. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for telling me. You're okay. I'm going to look up. Okay, I found dogs. So I better do this now. Oh, yeah. Rydian had a chocolate Labrador. Rydian called us specifically to show us a chocolate Labrador. And if that's not true friendship, I don't know what is. (laughs) The dreamer recognized a faithful and constant companion, a protector... Or more negatively, somebody the dreamer can't shake off and who might make trouble. <laughs> oh, which could it be? Which could it be? <laughs> who could it be? Troublesome Swede I'm trying to shake <laughs> off. <laughs> um, well, I think Labradors are very typically... They're known as like the friend dog, aren't they? I mean, all dogs yeah. are friends, but I think like Labradors golden retrievers and Labradors are very much friend. friends. So I think that's also... One of my favorite doggos in the world is a chocolate Labrador. Charlie, if you're listening. If you're listening, Charlie. <laughs> For those who don't know Fruit Bus. Oh, yeah, I don't know uh, Fruit Bus. Fruit Bus Rydian is... clearly does. Oh, he bloody loved Fruit Bus. He bloody loves it. Fruit Bus is a game that I played the demo of... Um, the other week. And I really broke the demo and everything exploded. But until then... It was, it's so fun. It's basically, you just have this this little like food bus and you go around the place and you find fruit and then people come to your little hatch and you chop fruit up and you make them fruit salads. Oh. It's sort of like plate up on the move, but you're serving like foxes and pelicans. That sounds cute. <laughs> it's, it's really good. It's not out yet, but you can play the demo for another week, I think. Unless you're listening to this. And you can enjoy it as much as Rydian did. Yeah. And send us screenshots. Yeah. Okay, I found cat. To dream of cats is to link with the feline sensuous sides. Oh. Human beings, usually in women. Um, Well, there you go. uh, The cat often denotes the capricious, capricious? Yeah. Side of the feminine, the elegant, but also the powerful. Yet oh. overly overly self-sufficient, okay. <laughs> okay. May also be perceived as the cat. Overly self-sufficient. I'm when too was this written? self-sufficient. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a job and everything. <laughs> I, I voted before, oh would God. you believe? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. It's too far. Too far. I need to... <laughs> Rain it in. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff that pussy back in. <laughs> Popping up everywhere. 
Oh, <laughs> popped out to the shops. Get back in. <laughs> <laughs> Are guinea pigs in the book? Probably. Oh, yeah, I was going to get guinea pigs, wasn't I? I? Which would never happen over rats, <laughs> I just say. That's, like, that was my main takeaway from this dream was when I woke up. I was like, why Kirsty want guinea pigs? I love guinea pigs. I love guinea pigs. But but a rat I'm woman. the rat. I'm a rat girl. She's the rat queen. I'm the rat queen. I'm not <laughs> why rat. Is she, why is she suddenly changed her tune and getting guinea pigs? I but miss having rats. I do like the way that I said with such certainty, when she moves to Bristol. When she moves. When she moves. <laughs> the only reason I haven't got rats right now is because when I come to visit, I haven't got anyone to look after them. So One day. One day. bring them down. Get them in a little. Well, like, my problem um, is, I, car I don't just have like you. two rats. I get a swarm. You get a mischief. Oh yes, the most rats different. I've had at any one time is eight, I think. Oh wow! And it was like having my own little plague. <laughs> <laughs> they were wonderful. I loved them. They're my babies. You never got a rat king, though. I never got a rat king. No, Stilton was a bit of a king, though. He was a lovely, sassy boy. Aww. Lovely, sassy man. I want a plague of guinea pigs. As what pets, the... yes, as, as pets, not an infestation, yeah. What's the collective keep them word too. for guinea pigs? Oh, what is it? Um, um, a, a week? A popcorn? Uh, something funny like that. Okay, a guinea pig isn't in here, but I mean, pigs are. <laughs> but not oh, it's guinea a herd. Pig. A herd of guinea pigs. Is it? Oh, well, there you go. Oh, rat is in here. But rats always are bad in dreams. See, this is the thing. This is how I felt with worms as well. Sorry, <laughs> it's just a weird sentence to say. But this is how I felt with the description of worms. Because when I think of worms, I don't think of penises. And I don't think of... Just think whatever. of worms. Yeah, I just think, jeez, oh, I like worms. I love worms. Mm. Those cute little guys. Guinea pigs aren't in here. I have... A memory of when mm -hmm. I every time I see worms on the pavement I save them because I just don't like to watch them struggle they're just little guys trying to live their life so I'll pick them up and I'll put them on grass and one time I was walking along with a friend and he was like you've just deprived a, a bird of a meal and I was like no yeah. and then the next day I was walking down the road and I saw a worm and I was like I'm gonna save this worm and no word of a lie, I then got to the end of the street and there was a dead bird on the pavement. And I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I had this real feeling of like, oh, I, no. I did that. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, bird. <laughs> but I, I think it, it was natural causes. Yeah, hunger. bird. Oh. But no, I love worms and birds. And <laughs> birds, but just not as much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else did you guy. dream about? <laughs> so, Ridian's mum. Ridian's mum. I don't think that's in the book. The sibling. Yeah. They had rats. Ah. Um, Cute. Which I think is just because I have a friend who has rats and he sends Oh yeah, me... you were showing me pictures yesterday. Yes. Should I get a picture of a rat for chat for reference? In, in, case, case... in case they've not seen a rat. you've never seen a rat before. <laughs> <laughs> but I... Uh, so this friend of mine, he lives in Edinburgh. And he was saying... I said to he that I wanted to do uh, a sort of not official 
<laughs> That's a wrap. Wrap. If you're listening at home and you're not watching, you'll just have to Google wrap them <laughs> and have fun. Wrap. Oh. <laughs> but um, I said to him he could run this campaign if he taught his rats like i would i would go to edinburgh if he taught his rats to roll the dice and he, oh, sent, yeah. he immediately sent a video back being like i've already taught them how to roll dice and i was like okay okay <laughs> i believe you so um so i guess i'm going to edinburgh to uh to, to do some role play and nice. have a little rat that rolls my dice for me right are these your rats mm -hmm. oh that's tetra so if you are listening to this when it actually goes out, you're going to have to search for very specific rats. Yeah, these are my rats. <laughs> my um, babies. But the problem is, like you say in the book, it'll be like, rats mean play. Yeah, it was literally like a famine. devious colleague. Yeah. And, and yeah, famine. Blah. Whereas for so, me, that's not what rats signify. Rats are cute and fuzzy. They're like tiny dogs. Like this. They're little grabbies. Grabbies. And they just hold things. Yes. Like my rats, hot. one of mine, Peanut, she figured out how to... I had a big tub of um, mealworms, like dried ones, because yeah. they love them. And she figured out how to open it. She would jump on oh. top and she would like lift the lid up with us and like throw it off. But she was standing <laughs> on it. So she'd like, whoa, over. And then she'd jump back in and like just swim in mealworms. And one time the rest of them were on top of it because they didn't know how to open it. And she was like... Right, fuck it, let's go. So she jumped <laughs> up there and she fucking ripped it off. The rest of them were like, what the fuck? And they're flying on this lid. And she whips it off and jumps in. And she's like, mealworm type it. They're so smart. They're so smart. They really are. I like I love them. videos of rats that have been taught tricks. Yeah. Like when, when people get like the little sticks and they put like a red ball on the end and then they like wherever they touch the ball to, the rat will run to sort of thing. I don't know what sort of trick you call that but it's very cute well cute it's called cute <laughs> it's called a very cute trick that they landed because they're smart one um, of our rats gained a reputation as a cleavage diver yeah yeah i never had a cleavage diver rat but i had one that rat. liked to sit in my hood and Aww. i had um a rodentist they liked to go into my mouth when they could oh <laughs> So, no, no, please. And they're like, <laughs> let me in there. Let me get them teeth. <laughs> I want them teeth. <laughs> See, I, I have the horrible thing of like, I had a rat when I was a child, mm. but because I'm so old, back in the day, the, um, the only like knowledge we had was I went and got the one book on rats in the yeah. library and everything was they're, wrong. They're all crap. Those yeah. books are terrible. So it's literally, um, I it was I look back and I'm like everything was wrong with this rat and I did yeah I I was terrible but that's why I've sort of tried to do like um rodent redemption with the bunnies like well, well like when I got and with the hammies yeah when I got I mean, hamsters, bunny, bunny I was like rodents. I'm gonna look after a rodent and I'm gonna do it right this time <laughs> so I always treat them like little little queens little queens yeah I it's 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 true like when I'm going into rat talk now, rat mode. When I got, had my first two rats, one of them passed away um, unexpectedly and I had one left and she was so sad. They are not Ooh. supposed to be on their own. They're like bunnies. They cannot be on their own or they yeah. just get very sad. They're like me. They're like Brittany. They're very needy. <laughs> and she was so sad for, like, it had only been like a day and she was just sitting there like, 
And I was Aww. like, I have to go and get more. So I just went out and I found two rats. Like, and they were babies. Just and in I the was, bins. Just in the just bins. I found two rats on the street and I brought them in. Went um, down to London. <laughs> <laughs> and they were only babies. They were a couple of months old. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to have to introduce them, blah, blah, blah. And I went through all the steps. But she just saw them and she fell in love with them. Aww. She went into mum mode and I was like, they clearly love each other. So I put them in together and they were all over each other. They would, she was really big. So she would lay there and the other two would lay across, like one over Aww. her head and one over her bum. <laughs> and it was so cute. Oh, that's they're sweet. the sweetest babies. They're so clever and they're so cute. Yeah. So sweet. Oh, I love rats. I love rats. I want Little rats. Little cuties. I want more. I don't know what they represented in the dream other than I just like rats. I don't really know what I was think going on with the when, cat trial When was either. this dream recorded? This was the 20th of September, okay. I do believe. It is probably because your friend's been sending you rat pictures, right? Yeah, I am quite simple like that. Mm. <laughs> See a rat, dream a rat. Yeah. You're, it's like Dr. me though, Like you're, you're dreaming that the cage is open. I do that all the time. The amount yeah. of times I've dreamt that there's an open rat cage and I have to go and catch the rats. It's like, that's my stress dream. If it's not school, it's rats oh, running see, around everywhere. I was having everywhere. a lovely time with the rats. but That's because you told me to go and catch them. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even escape in her dreams. <laughs> One of my favourite parts of listening back to that dream was my impressions of my own reactions. <laughs> and I'm like, I was like, hee hee. <laughs> I was like... Ooh! <laughs> like, yeah, no, I would have been there. It's just like me. Yeah, I just get me. <laughs> but it's just maybe what would um maybe like a crowd because I was like a commuter crowd. crowd oh yeah, you had like the, suddenly as if it was a train station. Yeah, it was like people were just like Rithian's house just opened up onto this outdoor stairway. And people were just like marching up it. And I was still looking out the window because I was worried about this little kitten who's being battered about by this big tomcat. Um, but then I couldn't get to it because I was like, there was just bustle. Bustle? Bustle. Dreaming of being in a crowd could indicate the fact that we do not wish to stand out. Yeah. Or that we do not have a sense of direction at present. Yeah. <laughs> we may wish to camouflage our feelings from others. To get lost or even to hide our opinions. Oh. Um, also, we need to retain our anonymity to create a facade for ourselves or to join a group of like-minded people. Oh. Uh, yeah. Well, so you either you do not want to be perceived or you want to be perceived by the right people. Yeah, I'm trying to think what would have been going through Crowds may also represent the penis. Uh, well, there you go. <laughs> many, many, many penises. A whole herd of... <laughs> Is there a collective word for penis? Or do you not get that many in a, in a group all at once? I guess it's a sausage fest, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it would be, wouldn't it? I'm going to look that up. This is, this is very educational. Sausage fest, I think. Collective noun... A oh. gaggle of penises. Uh, Do not look that up. <laughs> <laughs> oh what is the name for a group of penis? A flock of cocks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. If anyone wanted to know. <laughs> but that was a Reddit suggestion. That's not hard science. 
Pardon the pun. <laughs> just Google many, many penises. <laughs> Someone else suggested a bag of dicks. <laughs> so, whatever you're feeling, I guess. Oh, so yeah. to speak. Oh my god. I, I just, I can't think. What day was the, the 20th? What, what would are we on now? Been? The 23rd? 25th Fifth. today. Fifth? Fuck, what happened yeah. to the other two days? Um, so the 20th was Wednesday. Wednesday? What do you even do on a Wednesday? I don't know. No, I guess it would have been what I, what I did on Tuesday because... Tuesday. Tuesday. Because I had the dream going into Wednesday. I don't remember last Tuesday. I don't remember much of Tuesday, two days Tuesday. ago, let alone... No, I don't know. Tuesday. No idea. I mean... I am not overly... Oh, I wonder yeah. if... Aha! It's because I was aware that the Task Box contestants were being announced <gasps> on Friday. There we go. So I was about to be quite perceived. Oh my God. And I wasn't sure if it's it was like, going to be in do a... Do not perceive me. Unless you're going to say nice things, then perceive away. <laughs> If you're going to be well, mean... they didn't in the dream. The woman looked at you and was like... For heaven's sake, for heaven's sake. <laughs> it reminds me of the time that I fell on a woman in the, on the tube. <laughs> is this, this is what they mean when they say, like, accidental. <laughs> Whoa, oh, no. I appear to have tripped and fallen on a woman. <laughs> uh, I was on the tube and she was sitting there. In her chair, facing me. Mm. Like, like, let's reenact. Oh, so you, oh, you look at me. Okay. Like, oh, jeez, my headset. <laughs> oh, fuck it. Uh, and I was like okay. standing there, but I didn't hold on to the. Got a twenty. The thing ready, right? <laughs> so the train starts moving. I was like, oh, and then I just fucking fell. <laughs> and she just looked at me and went. <sighs> <laughs> and that's how we met. <laughs> then we had a, a bath together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I hmm, have I ever have I ever been on the receiving end of a a stranger's what would you even call that? What's a just oh, annoyance, annoyance? I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I had a lovely chat with a stranger the other day. Yeah. I literally am like your rat. Like if I'm out on my own for too long. I'll just I I'm the person on the bus who starts making small talk oh, no. with strangers. That's it, me. And I was on a I was on a boat with um, five other women and a man. Is this real life? This is real life. Okay. <laughs> I got on a boat. I was I was walking through the town centre and I saw that there was a boat in the harbour and I was like. <laughs> I'm going to go get on that Fancy boat. Fancy a bit of that. And it was just me and like this collection of random other women from, well, one of them was from London. I know because I, apparently I talked to people. And then when I got off the boat, I just, I was like crossing the road at the same time as this other woman. So I just started chatting to her and we were just like chatting away for ages and talking about like, oh yeah, do you know, I've uh, popped down, popped down the co-op and I was like, oh yeah, I'm just about to go to the co-op actually oh. and all of this stuff. And then I saw she was just like well have a lovely evening and I said see you later and I was like that's that's probably weird to say to a stranger in the co-op just, right. just to be like you will be seeing me later you'll see me later I don't think this ends here <laughs> <laughs> but I just oh, I, don't, I don't think of myself as being the sort of person who talks to strangers but I do I I love it 
when something awkward happens on a bus and you make you make eye contact with someone and you share a bit of a yeah <laughs> I saw that too this guy? <laughs> yeah <laughs> I love that moment like what I don't think I've ever had anything awkward like that. I mean I guess if you get like a dodgy customer who's like shouting and stuff yeah like if someone if someone like kicks off yeah like they like say something to the bus driver and then they just like storm off the bus yeah, and then you make eye contact like, and you're just sort of like didn't have that wheat maybe I'm just very British maybe yeah. that's what it comes down to oh it reminds me like of the time it's just like a very dark turn all of a sudden oh. nobody died but I was on the bus home once um, from school uh, it was the public bus, and a man just started having a seizure like, oh, on the geez. bus. Yeah, genuinely, he started having a seizure, and naturally, I mean, like, Kirsty's <laughs> there going, oh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, but the, the the whole like thing about being very British, like one person, I think, probably stood up and was like, oh, there's something wrong with this man, but everyone else was just like, yeah, no, no, I know what you mean, I know what you mean. But look at this guy. The weird. He's having a seizure. <laughs> <laughs> How dare he? I paid two pounds for this bus <laughs> ticket. <laughs> I just want to get home. Fucking hell. <laughs> but I, weirdly, I'm like a very awkward, like panicky person. I would say I'm very much like a human bunny. But if ever stuff like that happens, I'm gonna, I'm going to toot my own trumpet. I'm good in a crisis. That's good. Me. I'm glad. Someone has <laughs> the to. The panicky person. Also, just to say, the man got up and left. He was fine. <laughs> he was like, Lord. Hey. <laughs> got him. He walked hey. up and went. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did. He had to lie down on the pavement for a while. Then he was like, yeah, I'm fine. And then he left. And it was so, oh, oh, all right. He probably just didn't have a ticket. He just wanted to get <laughs> The bus driver was like, tickets please! And he started, no! Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> but like, I was thinking back about this the other day, because there was some, a crisis happened. Oh, it wasn't, it wasn't really a crisis. I, Alex, uh, poured a jug of water over his computer. <laughs> it was not funny. He asked me to bring up his water jug, and I put it in the middle of his desk in front of his two monitors and somehow he didn't see it and he just for some reason pushed it over and it went everywhere so i was like okay right do this do this power off do this towels everywhere like soaked it all up cleaned all the cables put it back together bam and he was like whereas he was a bit just like oh oh geez like what to do and I was thinking back over all the jobs that I did with like film and tv and working yeah. at the vets and stuff like that and I was like I've always just had like crisis jobs yeah where you have to be good in a crisis because you can't fall apart and I, I was like huh. kind of like um when we went to see Katie Morrison and there was we opened the door to leave oh, remember yeah. <laughs> we opened the door to leave after going to see Katie and Katie has two cats and as we opened the door her cats like to run out but on the other side of the door, were there two Shiba Shebas? Inus, there were two yeah. Shebas and a lady walking them, but they were off the lead. So I just went into fucking 
RSPCA mode. I fell to the floor. Because you just literally like became a wall. <laughs> just suddenly like, no cats are going to pass me. <laughs> you shall not. <laughs> and everyone else looked at me like, what the fuck? I was like, we couldn't see dogs. the dogs. We just saw Kirsty open the door and then just Claps. become a block. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, what? <laughs> yeah. It worked. <laughs> but I think working with animals sort of <laughs> does drill that into you. It does, yeah. Another time I remember I was in town and um, loads of people were gathering around. I'm just talking about animal rescue stories here, but they're silly ones. There are a lot of animals in the dream, it's fine. This yeah, is on exactly. topic. Yeah, it's on topic. <laughs> um, there were people gathering around, like it was, it was like a grassy area around a pond and it's got a fence around it. And um, people were gathering and they could hear meowing, like as if it was like a little kitten. And, like, meow, meow, meow. and, and I was like, oh fuck. And I was with my mum and I was like, oh, hold my stuff. So I jumped over the fence. Oh, my pint. And everyone's watching me jump over the fence. Like, oh, my pint, I'm going in. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I just sort of went into animal mode. I was just like, right, I've got to get this cat. Let's go. Uh, jumped over the fence, went over to it. And a little frog just hopped on it. <laughs> because frogs, when they're in distress, they meow like kittens. <laughs> and I was like, just a frog, everyone. <laughs> and they're all like, yay! Yay! <laughs> just a frog! <laughs> it's not a cat! Woo! <laughs> And I felt so proud. Oh. <laughs> One day I'll do something of note. I, I think the only like real crisis. And time. then everyone clapped. Everyone they clapped. Did. Even the frog. Even the frog. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I was walking a staff dog. Yeah. Not not like a staffy, but a dog oh, that belonged staffy. to a okay. staff member. And it was this tiny little Yorkie. Oh. And the collar was just way too big and they didn't have a harness and they slipped the lead in the car park of the vet. Oh god. And I was like, oh my gosh, it like I'm never gonna live this down if I've let a staff dog like it's bad enough if it's yeah. a client dog, but when it's staff you're just like everyone will remember. <laughs> everyone this. remembers. And um a client was in the car park as well and I just had to run past them. I was like, I can't even keep up appearances. I have to go. And I had to rugby tackle this Yorkie. Yeah. This tiny little Yorkie. Like, I jumped on to top of them. I was just like, like oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just there like, I've got you. <laughs> you hold up a dear life. <laughs> I'll let you get away. <laughs> That's when you feel the most powerful when you work in animal yeah. rescue and like vet stuff. Like if a dog's getting away, you're just like, right, let's fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> Apart it's from, a little Yorkie. <laughs> apart from, like, it, I had to, like, wrestle a lot of big dogs. Yes. <laughs> and I sort of like that because it feels like quite an even match. Whereas yeah. when I was, like, holding cats for things. So the way you hold a cat for when they're getting, That's like, bloodless. blood taken. And you have, because yeah, it is from the neck. So you have to, like, have their legs between one hand. You, you squish them in and then you hold their head. And the head is looking up to you like looking up at you and the whole time when you're holding a cat they're just giving you this look in their eyes like if I ever see you, <laughs> you're just there like whereas when you're holding a dog you're like yeah yeah at the end of it you're like yeah that was fun wasn't it and they're like yeah that was great whereas a cat they're just like I'm going to end you the second this is over and you're just there like <laughs> honestly when I worked in rescue the worst I was ever like attacked or anything was by a cat <laughs> I still have the scar. That little scar there, and I had one on, on the back of my arm there that was because Aww. of a cat. He proper grabbed hold of my arm and didn't let go. And a woman that was with me was like, are you all right? Like after it got off, and I was like, oh, I'm fine. <laughs> I <laughs> like 
there was one time we had this cat in that was like, oh, they're a bit difficult, so we put them in a quiet room. And the vet had forgotten something, so they were like, oh, are you okay if I just... Like, the cat didn't seem that bad, and we were like, oh, what's all this fuss about? The vet was like, do you mind if I just leave you in the room with them for a bit? And they left the room, and all of a sudden, the cat just went... <laughs> and I was just there like, I'm never going to leave this room again. <laughs> it's just that real, like, guttural noise of like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like the time... Have I told you about the time we had a dog, and she, she was a... A rescue from like a bad situation she was a i think she was bred for fighting dogs Aww. so she was rescued from this horrible situation so she was a little bit funny yeah and i had taken her out for a walk and i went to put her back in her kennel and the way that they did it generally because if you took her directly into the kennel she didn't like it and it was hard to get the harness off yeah so we had like her own little isolation bit you'd let her off in the middle and she'd wander into her kennel and then you would shut the door so i took her in <laughs> i took the harness off and then she just looked at me. Oh, she was like, don't you fucking come near me. And I was like, oh, fuck. And she was in front of the door for me to leave. So there were four kennels in this bit. So I just fucking, I just went into one of the other ones. I shut the door and I was like, Granny, will come and help me. And she's just standing by the kennel like, with a husky at work once we had this brilliant oh, it was one of my favorite phone calls i ever had at the vet was um like I, I heard it happening it wasn't me that called but we got these two huskies in that a vet had been walking into work and they found these two huskies and they brought them yeah. in and we checked for microchip and then um called up the owner and i could just hear um <laughs> the, the receptionist side of things being like hello yeah i think we've got your two huskies are you sure they're in your garden right now do you want to check if they are in your garden? <laughs> Here in 10 minutes? Okay, we'll see you there. <laughs> <laughs> we got these dogs and we tried to like put them in the kennel and they were like growling. And they, we were like, we're not getting them in there. Let's put them in the isolation ward. And I managed to, I like brought them in and then I turned around and the door closed and the dog was between me and the door. And the dog, like huskies, when they're angry, are yeah. terrifying. <laughs> terrifying. And he was just there like growling away. And I was just like... I, I, uh, how do, how do I, how do I leave this room? Uh oh, <laughs> it's just, but, but they do that thing of growling and their tails wagging, and I'm like, I yep. don't know, I don't know what to do about. I'm getting this right mixed now. signals here. <laughs> I made it out. I'm oh, fine. Good. I'm here to tell She's alive. my dreams, none of which we really interpreted. <laughs> Which, to be fair, is pretty standard yeah, for Comfort Zone. Yeah, this is generally how it goes. If any of you haven't listened to Comfort Zone, this is pretty much what happened. Yes. <laughs> we just talk about any old shit. Yeah, yeah. it's just free therapy at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I've been attacked by so many dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Dreams, guinea pig, cat, Rhythian, dog. No. Mandalorian, Mandalorian, sit down, piss. Slipknot, worm. Slipknot, worm. There you go. That was potato. Uh, potato. Pota oh. <laughs> Potatoes. Potatoes. Um, but that's it. Yeah, we should probably us. wrap up. Uh, we so got a bug rough. if you did want to listen to any more Comfort Zone, uh, we release episodes every Saturday. Yes. We've had a selection of very, very lovely guests. 
um, on before. We have had the likes of Rithian. Rithian. We've had Perian. We've yep. had Lewis. Lydia. Lydia. We just, we just keep getting. Oh, yeah. yeah. We've had some good ones. And we've we had some good are always open for more as yep. well. So we should get a boof. Yes. Oh, boof. I would love a boof. Boof. Get mm. on the podcast. So a lot of people, when we ask them to come on, they'll be like, oh, no, no, but I only have nightmares. And we're always That's just like, yes, fine. <laughs> bring us your fears. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Um, so after us is going to be Yomp. Yomp. Lovely Yomp. Yes. So, um, oh, I don't know if it's bit. I know what film they watched, but I don't know if it if they said in the end. So I won't. I think they did a poll on case. Twitter, didn't they? Oh, yeah. True. But I don't know what the winner was. I do believe. Oh, now I won't say just we in won't case. Say. You'll you have, have to, to listen. Stay tuned to find <laughs> out what they're going to be talking about. Yeah. Um, so uh, you can find us. It's wherever. Shrek. Oh it, my god! <laughs> it is Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, wherever you listen to your podcast, I don't know why I'm saying this now because if you're listening to this, you found it. You found it. Well, well done. done. Good job. Well done. You. But not chat though. They might no, not know where to find true. their podcasts. I don't know how to talk. Just Google it. Two different time zones at once. This is confusing me. But yes, thank you so much, Kirsty, for thank a lovely chat. Thank you, Bryony. Thank you, chat. Thank you, everyone who's been thank chatting you along. And uh, yeah, until next time. Bye-bye, bye-bye for now. Bye-bye. bye-bye.